This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Hello, New York, and welcome to the very first episode of New York City Pulse, a brand new show that dives deep into the mindset of New Yorkers with relentless drive in pursuit of their ambition. And our very first guest today absolutely exemplifies this description. The man sitting next to me here is the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk. I know you have siblings. You have yes. two younger siblings, yes. is that right? Um, so with your father's absence yes. for most of the time, did yes. that force you to step up at home? And 100%. Take more of a, like a leadership? 100%. I think it's a good observation that don't people don't, uh, I'm already optimistic for your show because I think that's a good observation that I don't remember a lot of people asking me. Mm. Um, that's exactly right. I mean, me and my mom are only 20 years apart. Mm. So when I was 14, she was 34. Like, Justin, how old are you? 21. Justin's 21, I'm 42. My mom was, I'm older than my mom. Like, our gap is bigger than me and my mom. And we, I don't, I feel like we're contemporaries. He doesn't feel like we're contemporaries. But he doesn't think I'm as old as I actually am compared to him given like my vibe. But like, that's how my mom was, right? Like, no, she was my mom. But we were like, yeah, she was 34, I was 14. And we were like, my dad wasn't around. So like, you know, I babysat the kids and I like set the tone. And like, I was a leader in my house from the get, for sure. And that definitely paved the road for you to be an effective leader. A hundred percent. A hundred thousand percent. I think that's a very astute observation that a lot of people have not made. I listen by watching what people do. Mm. Like I already know what sneakers he's wearing, right? I'm paying attention to how you're wearing your hair. Really? I mean, yeah. What do you think? I think it's different. Okay. I think, and I think, I think it's kind of like Fez from the '70s show. I think it's a throwback. Okay. And I'm, and honestly, I took, I took note of that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what does that mean? I, I like that shit. So I've, I've learned how to listen without talking. Excuse me, I've learned how to listen without the other person talking my whole life. That's how you do sales. You know, I used to do baseball card shows. I would stand by a table, he would walk table to table to table, and he would look at my cards. He would not say anything because he's a shopper. Can I help you? I'd say, can I help you? And he'd say, no. Well, I could have checked out and been lazy, but I wasn't. I would then spend my time looking at him without being creepy. I'd like, kind of like look and be like, let me know if I can help you with anything. I would watch. I would watch what he would look at. What made him buy? Why? Who? Then I'd watch him in the table if he went to the left and right, see what he did there. I learned how to, then I did retail. I stood behind a register all day and just would watch people. So I watch. Right, but that's, that's in-person sales, but now you're leading a much bigger company and you're not, you don't have that ability to watch other people as yeah, much but now. Yeah, so. but guess what? Once you have that seed, you understand how to scale it. Got it. Here's the part that I have that is, I've figured out is a magic. Magic. No expectation of others. I do great by him, I do great by him, I do great by him, I eat his shit, I do great, I do great, I do great. Then he goes does something, something good happens, he can help me and he doesn't? Mm. For some weird reason, I don't give a fuck. Mm. And so many people get crippled. Mm. When they, so many people do not, very little and expect, like, do you know most people give with expectation? Yes. The fuck am I getting out of this? Nothing. Thank you for doing this. I mean, this is your first fucking show. Nine people are gonna watch. That's right. But now, Maybe less. but Nine now people. you're gonna have. Do you know what your guests are gonna look like now? Mm-hmm. You're gonna go and fucking say Gary Vaynerchuk was my first fucking guest. You're gonna get ten times the quality guests you would have gotten. You're gonna get guest number four of this show is the quality of the guest that would have been guest one forty-seven right. just by me allocating these fifteen minutes. Mm. 
And that's, again, an example of giving without expecting in return. That's right. And if you go on to become Larry King, mm. and I need to promote some shit in 21 years. Well, you know and, who has you. Or not. And this is the key. That'd be great, and I hope so, and surely I think about that. But if you said no through your booker, I would never say, I would, I, I would say to the Tyler, I would say to my admin, I would say, that's some shit. I'd be like, fucking motherfucker. Like, you know? But I would never be deaf. I, I, that would be, the extent of it would be like, that fucking kid? That fucking kid would be nowhere if I didn't do the first fucking that, which I wouldn't believe, by the way, because if somebody gets somewhere, you might have been part of their path. But I don't, you know? Right, right, Maybe right. I accelerated it. But we all accelerate each other. Maybe I wouldn't be where I was if Justin didn't make a video. Like, there's a million what ifs. Here's what I would say. For some reason, after about a minute of being like, fuck that kid, mm. I hope his show gets canceled. Mm. You know, like competitive shit. I'd be like, Maybe he's in a bad place, maybe he's going through a divorce, maybe he forgot, maybe, maybe he thinks about it differently than I did. I have empathy, man. Mm. Empathy is a powerful drug. Mm. So at 19, you probably had some vision of what your life would look like at 42, right? Yeah. So how does what has actually happened compare to that vision that you had when you were 19? Are you there? Did you meet it? I don't, li- I don't it? live in the suburbs. Okay. I thought that. Uh, I can't see anything else. I knew I'd be successful, like really successful. And what told you that? Uh, the fact that I was already successful at 19 selling toys and baseball cards and like I was, dude, I wish I was documenting my whole life. Mm. You know, like, like people don't know my true story, meaning people hear the story, I went into my dad's business and did three million, immediately when you hear that statement, you're like, dad put him on. Mm. People don't know that I you know, built my dad's business for him and left Wine Library at 34 with nothing. Mm. in equity in that company, right? People don't know that like I never paid myself that much money, so I had not that much money. People don't know what it looks like to have no money and make $3,000 a weekend pre-internet as a 15-year-old in 1990. Mm. That's what I did with no fucking money, motherfuckers. I went, traded with kids, made good trades, went to a baseball card show, sold some, saved my 80 bucks, bought more stuff. Like, it takes talent to make 3,000, you know what I 99% of your audience doesn't know how to make $3,000 a week. Mm. I did that at 15 with no fucking money. Mm. So I knew I was fucking all time. From the get. From the fucking get. You know what I was doing at 19? I was calling my mom at college crying, saying I don't wanna go into the family business even though I wanna help because one day everybody will hold that over me and say that I was given something. Mm. That's why I don't own anything in Wine Library. Ultimately, I never wanted anything because I don't want anybody to have any excuse not to chase their dream and work fucking hard Mm. because I knew I'd be the greatest example of it of all time and I didn't want them to have something on me. I want people to understand, like, if you're good enough, you will win. Mm. You have to be patient and you have to put in the work. Mm. If this show is gonna be big, it will be big. Mm. You just gotta put in the work and put deploy the patience. Let's go rapid fire round. Go. Rapid fire round. Go. Okay, I'll so go fast. I'll, go I'll try to be. Kill. Yes. Um, let's talk legacy. Yes. Okay. Uh, death is a scares the shit out of me. Yes, I hate it. Shit out of don't want to die. You don't want to talk about it. I'll talk about so, it. Okay, I desperately so, don't want to die. So look, you seem like the type of person who wants to be in control of everything. Yes. Right? So now, if you had the luxury of being able to control yes. when you'd go. Yes. In a perfect world. Yes. When would that be? Would you nine after you accomplish something when you're? I could go tomorrow right from a no, 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 no. It's not, about, it's not about putting points on the board. That's already done. When I made $100,000 a year, that was my only weird thing on the board. Yes, I want to buy it's the Jets. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I want to buy the Jets. But I want to try to buy the Jets more than getting, you know, like, the thrill of the chase. Mm. 
mm. more than the, right? Um, I just want to live forever. <clears throat> it's fun. The fuck do I want to die for? <laughs> want to be immortal. Yeah, hell yeah, but if you had to put a number on it, I don't know, nine billion, fine. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll get mad when I get up there and said I wish I did 88 billion, but like, nine billion's fine. Final question, Gary. Um, fill in this blank. Gary Vaynerchuk is? The greatest. The greatest. And with that, we wrap up. I have, to, I have to preface in. it, because Muhammad Ali actually took it and he deserves it and it should stay there. Gary Vaynerchuk was the disproportionate best entrepreneur of a generation in, in helping the other entrepreneurs while he was getting his. Got it? Gary Vaynerchuk Can agree to that. was the best entrepreneur in helping other entrepreneurs while getting his. So it doesn't mean I'm gonna make the most money. Doesn't mean I'm gonna be Elon Musk or you know, Zucks or you know, Bezos the most, right? Or the most iconic and change the game, Elon, things like that. Doesn't mean that I was like open, like, like just like an author that helped a lot of people or, you know, or Oprah or Tony Robbins, right? Mm-hmm. I was the best at building the biggest thing and trying to drag everybody with me mm-hmm. because I didn't think any of their success came at my expense. This, nobody that will look like me ever would ever do this interview, Right. ever. It's the ever. legacy that you're after. Ever, 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 ever. You understand? Yeah. Nobody who's gonna end up as big of a winner as I am would have ever done this interview. That is my legacy. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this, pass it on, let me know what you thought.